The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From Richard Flint International. Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint. Welcome, I'm Richard Flint, and I'm glad that you're able to join us for this hour of The Power to Be. You know, when I decided to come back uh, to Voice America, I made a promise to myself. Each show that I would do would deal with some issue that steals personal power from people. See, I believe that there is a power that is alive within you that's just waiting to be unleashed. But you know what? Until you turn it loose, you'll never live the life that you could have. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to experience moments of happiness. But you won't understand fulfillment. And there is a big difference. Do you know what's around the corner? In just a couple of days, it's going to be Valentine's Day. And that's the day that we have set aside to celebrate love. Which I have always found interesting. I think Valentine's Day was created by the florist, by restaurants, by jewelers, and the chocolate people. Wow, does the price of these items go up around Valentine's Day. I think they all got together and conspired to use this day to raise prices and make men feel guilty if they don't do something special. I am confused why this one day is the only day during the year where love is at the forefront. I think if you love someone, you celebrate that every day. Uh, But maybe it's just me that thinks that way. But since Valentine's Day is the day we've set aside... I want to focus our time together on what I've seen and continue to see as the number one issues couples struggle with. It's the word communication. If you are married or you have someone special in your life, 
do you ever find that communication is an issue? I would bet if you're honest, it's one of those nagging issues that just keeps hanging around. Some of you know, but many of you don't know, that I used to be the director of counseling for a very large church. And the majority of what I did was marriage counseling. And you got to know that God had a sense of humor. I mean, he put men and women together on this earth to live harmoniously. But here's the truth. All relationships are going to struggle. All relationships are going to go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's just going to happen. What I found over the years of working with individuals who have created a relationship through dating and marriage is that it's not going to be based in they lived happily ever after. They're going to have to work at creating and building a relationship where in that relationship there is effective communication. I learned in, the, in watching the destruction of a relationship that when a person is in love with somebody, they never fall out of love. They fall out of love with what the relationship has deteriorated to. You see, relationships don't die. They're murdered by those in the relationship. And that murder is done in a three-step process. Communication stops. Issues create fights, but not resolution. Where there is no resolution, there's a continuing war filled with emotional attacks. The second step, negative emotions take over, and the disconnect that has been started with the lack of communication increases. And then the third step is physical separation. It begins with the lack of romance and then moves to the avenue of divorce. But I need for you to notice where it all starts. The lack of communication. So, here's our thought. When those things that need to be talked about aren't, the things that need to be discussed are still present. And you know what happens? They gather an emotional life. Over the years, I've found that there are basically four styles of relationships. Stable satisfactory, unstable satisfactory, stable unsatisfactory, unstable unsatisfactory. <laughs> now, does that sound like double talk? You see, the stable satisfactory is where there is a solid connection. There's communication. There's respect. There's growth. Unstable satisfactory is where, you know what? I don't enjoy this relationship anymore. But I can't see anything better out there. So even though I am unstable and I'm not having fun in this relationship, I'd rather stay in this than have to go out there and find somebody else because I don't want to go through the dating process again. Then the stable, unsatisfactory, 
the relationship has an element of stability to it. It meets a certain level of needs. But yet there are aspects where needs aren't being met. And so even though it appears stable, there are aspects of it where it's not satisfactory anymore. And then you got unstable, unsatisfactory. And that's where divorce happens. Because once it reaches that point of being unstable, there's no solid foundation to it, and unsatisfactory, all I'm going to do is see everything that is wrong with you. You ever watch these four? Now, why does that happen? I'm going to suggest to you that one of the reasons it happens is because of who is attracted to whom. You see, I have found that there's, a, there's these groups of opposites that always attract to relationships. And see if you've ever seen them. The first is the screamer and the mute. The screamer is the person who tells you everything, whether you want to hear it or not. And they'll say it to you in a, a tone that you realize they're not happy. The mute is the person who doesn't say anything. <laughs> they just sit there and they are silent. Now, do you think a mute can ever drive a screamer up the wall? Do you think a screamer can ever make a mute muter? I've seen it over and over again. The screamer and the mute attracted in a relationship. There's the runner and the jogger. The runner is a person that they're always ready to go. Man, we're going to leave at 5 o'clock at, at, at about 4.45. They're raring to go. And the jogger is a person that if we're going to leave at 5 o'clock, most of the time they're not ready to about 5.15. And do you think the runner and the jogger could ever be in conflict? Then there's moonlight and sunshine. This is huge. Sunshine is the person that they're wide awake in the morning, filled with energy. And man, they're raring to go. They don't lay in bed. They jump out of bed. And man, they're just off. Now, moonlight is the person who's not a morning person. But if you take them out anywhere in the evening, 8 o'clock, face down in their plate, so what happens if sunshine is trying to talk to moonlight in the morning? There's not going to be much communication. What happens if moonlight is trying to have a conversation at night with sunshine? I promise you, communication is not going to be effective. There's penny pincher and penny spender. You ever notice that in a relationship, one's good at balancing the budget and the other's good at blowing the budget? And do you think finances ever create, you know, negative conversations? Huh? There's homebody and nobody. Homebody loves to be home, always doing, always preparing for whom? Nobody. And do you think that homebody ever gets frustrated by nobody being there? You think nobody ever becomes frustrated because homebody always wants them there? Attractions. Placer and misplacer. 
Placer is the person who believes that everything has a place and everything is in its place. Ms. Pacer is the person who believes that the place for anything is wherever they drop it. Now, have you ever watched Placer try to organize Ms. Placer? Do you think there'd ever be any conflict between those two? And then finally, there's the optimist and the pessimist. The optimist is the person that goes, honey, we can do it. And the pessimist goes, you want to bet? Hmm? <laughs> you ever seen these people together? They exist. So listen to my thought. All relationships have challenges. And one of the largest is the breakdown in communication. When communication is weak, all the other stuff gets thrown into the same mixing bowl. And the result is not the strengthening of communication. It's the strengthening of confusion. So, my theme for what we want to talk about. It takes more than chattering. Folks, it takes more than chatting to settle the issues that can weaken a relationship. It takes learning to communicate feelings and facts. It takes communication that is looking for resolution. You see, the communication fact is real simple. Information comes in, is processed, and given back in some form. Now, information only comes in one of two areas, ways in our life. It comes in through our emotions or it comes in through our mind. If it comes in through our emotions, it gets caught up in all the other emotions that we've stored. And in that bucket, it's not about resolution. It's about dumping. It comes in through your mind, you're seeking resolution. But how challenging is it if you got one person who's dealing with it mentally and the other person who's dealing with it emotionally? You think there'll ever be a challenge in effective communication. So, let me give you my definition to communication. The verbal and nonverbal process of moving through thoughts and feelings, because they're both there, in a manner that all present understand what has been said and what has been felt. Now, let me give that to you one more time. The verbal and nonverbal process of moving through thoughts and feelings in a manner that all present understand what has been said and what has been felt. And you see, that becomes so critically important. Because do you think most of us express our emotions? No, most people express what they're feeling. And Feelings can get tangled up in all of the emotions that are in that mixing bowl. Hmm? And when it gets tangled up in that mixing bowl, 
what we're doing, and I don't know a better descriptive word, we're vomiting all over the other person with the emotions that we've stored. All of us live with an internal trash can. And what we do is we store our emotions in that internal emotional trash can. And what do you think happens when all of a sudden that trash can is full? Do you think the lid's going to stay on? No. It's going to blow off. And when it blows off, what comes out is not a pretty picture. Why? Because most are better at collecting emotions than they are stating what they're feeling. And so what happens when you sit down and you try to communicate? Everything that you've stored, everything that has built up inside of you, everything that's been in that emotional trash can that's been laying there and been rotting is going to come out. And it's going to come out through frustrations. It's going to come out through disappointment. And yes, it's going to come out through anger. You study this. 99% of every frustration you'll ever deal with in your life is the result of being disappointed. And disappointment, when it connects with frustration, can create a very, very dangerous emotional dumping. So can you see sometimes how communication becomes something that that can become a negative in a conversation when it's not happening? And this is why it takes more than chatter. It takes a commitment to communicate effectively so that we don't store. But what we do is we release. Now, we're going to pause here. And we're going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what makes communication challenging. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. One of the things about Star Maker, and it's the thing that we create that I love the most, you feel safe here. I mean, if you listen to some of the stories that are shared, there's some pretty personal stuff. Stuff that we normally wouldn't talk about. But what happens when you're in an environment where you're surrounded by people who really want to improve their life? Star Maker 2015. July 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa at beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. But remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the fast Star Maker 2015. It's an investment in your life. It's an investment in yourself and in your soul. I think if you have the desire to want to grow, take the challenge, take the opportunity. 
Hello, my name is Gary Gunn, and I've been uh, listening to Richard every morning probably for about six months now. And he's my partner, and he puts the soul back into my life every day. And if you're not taking the morning minute, you sure need to do it. It starts my day every day. I look forward to it, and I recommend it highly for anybody that doesn't have it. You should have it. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the morning minute for us, it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Welcome back. We're talking about communication. We're talking about building a healthy relationship. We're talking about becoming more effective in our communication style. So we want to pick up where we left off. And I want to talk to you for just a minute about what makes communication challenging. Now, See if you struggle with any of these in your relationship. Constant conflict. Nothing ever gets resolved. Opinions, not facts. I'm going to tell you something. When most people look at you and go, well, this is what I think. It's not what they're thinking. It's what they're feeling. Feelings create Opinions. What makes communication challenging? Mixing conversations. If, if you have that significant other in your life, have y'all ever had a fight? Have you ever watched this happen? You, you, you start on one subject, and by the time you're done, there's 15 of them laying on the table. Why? Because anything that is not resolved has continuation in your life. If you don't resolve it, you put it back in your emotional mixing bowl, your emotional trash can. And next time there's a disagreement, it's going to come out automatically. What makes communication challenging? The motive is not pure. You know how many times I've seen this in the counseling room? Well, I want us to resolve this. I'm going to tell you something. That wasn't the motive. I want to punish you. What makes communication challenging? Understanding is confused. I don't know why we're having this conversation. How many times I've, I've heard this? Well, I thought we'd already talked about this. So why are we dealing with it all over again? I'm going to tell you something. Rehashing anything is emotional. What makes communication challenging? Never finishing what you start. You ever been in a conversation and one says, well, you know what, I don't want to talk about this anymore. 
are they're sitting there and, and you can tell they're they've disappeared. They may be physically there, but mentally and emotionally they have left. What makes communication challenging? Inwardly, you don't care anymore. Hey, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And so what happens? You put a brick in place between you. What makes communication challenging? Cutting remarks. You ever seen sarcasm? And someone says a, a sarcastic remark, and then they go, oh, I was just joking. No, they weren't. Sarcasm is a way of getting a point across. It's not a joke. What makes communication challenging? Attacking with anger. Huge, huge. Because anger is not about resolving, it's about punishing. What makes communication challenging? Talking in emotional circles. You ever been there and we just go round and round and round and we never seem to get anywhere, but we keep going round and round and round. You know how exhausting that is? What makes communication challenging? Investing in the wrong issues. We're not dealing with what's really going on. We're skirting the issue. And nothing will be resolved till we get to the reason this is an issue. What makes communication challenging? Others who get dragged in. Well, I was talking to my mother, and this is what she said. You know what? I was sharing this with one of my friends, and, and this is what the advice he gave me. Every time you drag someone else in, communication becomes less. What makes communication challenging? Not enough time. See, sometimes we need to plan these conversations, not just walk in and start dumping. Do you know how serious these are? And how these can break a relationship down from the inside out? You see, folks... The weaker the conversation, the more stressful confusion there is between the participants. When there's not that connection to resolve, the stress and even thinking about the conversation increases. So, we need to talk about the strengthening of the communication process. And please remember, communication is both verbal and nonverbal. And sometimes that's confusing because you say one thing with words, but your behavior says something different. And I'm going to tell you something. The real message is not in what you say. It's in what you do. Because behavior never lies. Without words... You leave me to guess what is happening. And you know what? If you do that, I will start my thinking without considering where you are and what you're feeling. 
because I will create my own internal conversation that I won't let you in on. So, what strengthens communication? Clear on the agenda. You're open to listening. Your mission is to solve. You're moving at a manageable pace. Understanding becomes a must. There are no personal attacks allowed. And we insist that everybody participates. What makes communication effective? Calm environment. We address the feelings first. We trust in each other, which is critical. Knowing that it's okay to fight. What makes communication strengthening? Taking it one issue at a time. And then never storing your feelings. That's a long list. So let's take these one at a time, okay? What strengthens communication? Clear on the agenda. Listen to me. If you don't start on the same page, you will continue reading each other from different chapters in different books. And you get to the end not knowing what you've started or what you finished. There has to be clear communication. So how do you get clear on the agenda? Clutter has to be removed. Clutter means that what I have to do is I've got to take a deep breath. I have got to understand what I'm feeling. Because if my life gets cluttered with emotions... That's the only way I'm going to communicate. How do you get clear on the agenda? Listen with an open mind. Don't walk in simply to say what you want to say, and I don't care what you're going to say. I just want you to listen to what I want to say. And you've got to be willing to listen with an open mind. How do you get clear on the agenda? Expectations are stated up front. Okay, why are we having this conversation? What do we hope to resolve when we're finished? See, in that you're creating a common agenda because if you don't agree to the expectations, no resolution will be found. How do you get clear on the agenda? Ask questions consistently. Listen, if, if one or the other says something and you don't understand where that's coming from, or you don't really understand what's being said, don't just go on. Pause. Ask questions. Because you got to be clear on what's happening. you got to be clear on what's going on. And that I'm a real strong believer in this one. Repeat what you think you've heard. 
Now, some people say, well, you're just going to frustrate the daylights out of them. You know what? But if I don't repeat what I think I've heard, then they may not be sure what I'm hearing because I'm not sure what I'm hearing. So if I'm not sure what I'm hearing, how am I going to respond effectively? Hmm? See, here's what you and I have to always remember. All human lives collide at the point of agendas. All human lives collide at the point of agendas. And what is an agenda? It's an understanding of why we're here, what we've agreed to work on, and an agreement that we're looking to find a solution not a continuation of the emotions. What strengthens communication? Open to listening. This is challenging sometimes. Why? If you don't want this conversation, you'll leave before it's finished. Hey, you want to know something? You can have a physical presence and not be present. Hmm? You ever done that? So how do you open yourself to listening? Organize the agenda. You don't just walk in and start talking. You have an agenda about what, we, what we're going to discuss. And that way it gives you a pathway to follow. Pause and question when you're confused. We're back to that. You can't go forward if you're confused. You can't do it. How do you open yourself to listening? Expectations made clear. Here is what I want us to achieve. Here's what concerns me. Here is what I think is causing that concern. Now, what do you and I need to do to correct this, set the expectations. How do you open yourself to listening? Never assume. You ever been in a disagreement and someone looks at you and goes, okay, I know what you're thinking. Boy, you won't think that won't, you think that doesn't frustrate somebody? You think that won't shut them down? Never assume you know what they're feeling. Never assume you know what they're going to say. you got to be open to listening. Hmm? What strengthens communication? Your mission is to resolve. If you're not about resolving this situation, then your presence is simply designed to complain. You ever been in one of those conversations where what's happening is you're trying to find a pathway to resolution and all the other person is doing is sitting there complaining about what they emotionally feel has happened. And as long as someone is complaining, there's no way to go forward. It has to be about a mission that says we're going to resolve this. So that becomes important. So how do you resolve problems? 
Stay focused on the issue. Ownership in your part in the issue. Listen with your eyes. Listen with your ears. Verify what you're hearing, okay? Expect to find the answer. Because the mission has got to be about resolution. Now, we're going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on what strengthens communication. Because I promise you, it takes more than chatting to build an effectively efficient, loving relationship. Stay right there. We'll be right back. When Richard Flint walks on stage, no one is quite prepared for what's about to happen. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. It's about getting a little uncomfortable, experiencing emotions you haven't felt in years, even questioning your direction in life. And then, through Richard's how-to instructions delivered in his down-to-earth grassroots style and a wisdom that sounds a lot like common sense, you finally get it. You realize, all is not lost. There's hope for you yet. No one who has ever been in the presence of Richard Flint is left untouched. That's why being in a Richard Flint audience can change your life. And booking Richard is easy. Pick up the phone right now and call Denise at 1-800-368-8255 or visit www.richardflint.com for details. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life? A friend of mine once told me he could knock a hole in any philosophy anyone came up with. Then I read the book. Behavior never lies. Richard Flint's number one philosophy, reminding you if their actions don't match their words, that, my friend, is a deal breaker. If you haven't read the book, even if you haven't been brave enough to read the book, there's one of two ways you can remedy that. First of all, call Denise at 1-800-368-8255 and she will be happy to send you a copy of Behavior Never Lies, the book. Or you now get an audio version with excerpts from the book that comes on flash disk with two bonus programs, Mission Possible and Achieving a Five-Star Award in Customer Care. Whatever you do, call Denise as soon as possible. 1-800-368-8255 Behavior Never Lies Welcome back. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about one of the most critical aspects to strengthening a relationship, and that's communication. And we're working our way through what strengthens communication. The next one on our list, manageable pace. When the conversation is moving faster than your ability to comprehend, then there is no communication happening. There's just more of the confusion that preceded this encounter. So how do you design a manageable pace? And you know what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about mental and emotional. How do you design a manageable pace? 
Pause when you're tired or overwhelmed. Folks, one of the worst times to ever try to have a communication about something that needs to be resolved is when you're tired or when you're overwhelmed. How do you design a manageable pace? Address all your fears openly. You know, when, you're, when it comes to having one of these conversations, there's fear involved. Don't hide the fear. Put it on the table so that people, the person around, knows emotionally where you're coming from. Because if you don't put it on the table, you are going to emotionally speed up. Commit to being patient. Understand it may take some time to walk through this because these situations don't happen overnight. They're an accumulation of emotions that have never been confronted. So to find the resolution at a manageable pace, you've got to be committed to being patient. The environment is important. You know, sometimes the worst place you can have one of these fights is in the house. Do a smart thing. Find a quiet place outside and go sit and talk. Go for a walk. Get out of the pressure cooker. Because your emotions remain in the house. And if you're there and you're just doing more fighting, you're just bringing more emotions into the environment. Find a neutral zone. What strengthens communication? Understanding is a must. If you move forward with your words and I don't know what has just been said, I won't go with you. There's got to be understanding. So what must you understand? The meaning of the conversation. Okay, we got an issue here, but, you know, why... Why are we having this conversation? The urgency. Is this something that is just overwhelming? And we got to deal with it right now. Because I'll tell you something, you're never mentally prepared for the right now. What must you understand? The story this relates to. What has happened to create this? What must you understand? The desired result. Do, are we having this so we can continue to torture each other? Or are we really looking for a resolution so our relationship can move forward? What strengthens communication? No personal attacks. When you're attacking... <laughs> you're not trying to solve anything. All you want to do is inflict pain. All you want to do is hurt that other person. I promise you something. Next time you want to talk, I'm going to remember what happened last time. So how do you keep from attacking? Admit your true feelings. Don't play games. Take issues one at a time. Don't leave an issue before you found a resolution.
your tone of voice. You know that when you're angry, your voice changes, does it not? You know that when you're disappointed or you're upset, your tone changes, and the other person reads that, and that comes across as attacking. Ask questions. You know, if you feel things getting out of control, stop. Ask questions. Completely be honest. Don't try to skirt the issue. Don't find blame. Don't find justification. Don't find excuses. Completely be honest. And then keep focused on solving, not continuing the situation. What strengthens communication? Insist all participate. If I am there but not participating, you're having a conversation with yourself. Hmm? You ever seen that happen? So how do you get all people to participate? Prepare mentally and emotionally so you can come in calm. Because the environment must be calm. If it's not, people are going to back away. Offer suggestions to think about. Don't give rules or ultimatums. Praise their involvement. Thank them for speaking up. Lead with questions. Questions can keep things calm if they're phrased correctly. Each has an equal importance. It's not about me or it's not about you. It's about us. Because we're in this together. What strengthens communication? Calm environment. If the environment is not calm and prepared for listening, anything that happens will be a reaction. And you know how how dangerous things get when there are reactions. So how do you keep the environment calm? Clear the distractions. Don't let anything else emotionally get in the way. Back to address issues one at a time. Don't put a pile of them there because you'll never get through them. Listen, don't attack. Open your mind to hearing what's being said. Manage your emotions. Don't let something get under your skin. Don't sit there and fume. Take a deep breath. Manage your emotions so that you can keep the environment calm. How do you clear what strengthens communication? Address all issues and their feelings first. Feelings control thoughts. Bypass the feelings and the thoughts get confusing. See, this is one of the challenges sometimes between men and women. Men just want to get to the bottom line. Women need to explain what they're feeling. And if the man cannot be patient and listen, communication stops. So what are the major feelings you need to address? Anger, if you're feeling it, admit it. Doubt, if you're feeling it, admit it. Disappointments, if they're there, address them. Resistance, talk about it. Envy, big, 
Don't let that one grow. Source of the pain, share it. Source of the fear, discuss it. If you don't address your feelings, you're not going to go forward with the conversation. What strengthens communication? Trust in each other. If I don't trust you, there's nowhere for us to begin a conversation. Do you know in the counseling room, one of the biggest questions I used to get asked is, Richard, if someone breaks a trust relationship with you, can you rebuild it? No. But you can repair it. That takes a tremendous amount of work. Why? Because trust is a solid foundation you can stand anything on. And if you break that trust, crack that foundation, what comes in? Skepticism, worry, doubt, uncertainty, and a host of emotions. So you have to protect the trust. So what is trust based on? Track record. Huge that you understand that. What is trust based on? Respect for the person. Ultimately, that you love that person. And you understand everybody's going to make a mistake and everybody's going to screw up. But the strength of the love really opens up the direction you can go. Sincerity. Do you think they're just playing a game or do you think they really mean what they're saying? Truthfulness. No games, no excuses, no blame, no justification, just the truth. What strengthens communication, it's okay to fight. You see, it's okay to fight, but not to have a war. Remember, in a war, there's always casualties. It's okay to fight. How do you have a healthy fight? <laughs> Face the issues with honesty. I in place of you. Garbage dumping not allowed. You can't do it. Have no hidden agenda. You really want resolution. Talk, don't scream. What turns a fight into a war, folks? Walls you refuse to face. Anger gets out of control. Reliving past pain, huh? What strengthens communication? One issue at a time. When there are more issues on the table than I can emotionally handle, I will lead the conversation. Remember that. Why one issue at a time? I get lost in the emotional maze. Staying on the subject becomes a lot easier. Staring replaces the focus. You will stay calmer when there's just one issue. Emotions don't get confused and mixed up. What strengthens communication, never store feelings. Feelings don't just go away. But if they're not dealt with, they will get dumped. When the dumping happens, someone will get buried under the emotional garbage. So how do you clear feelings? Confront, don't criticize. Listen, don't linger on the issue. Explain what, not who, because who is pointing fingers. Address, 
don't attack. Hmm? Respond. Don't react. Because when I'm responding, I'm calm. When I'm reacting, I'm out of control. And what we've got to do is build a foundation of strong communication. So listen to my words. For any aspect of the relationship to get stronger, which is what I hope you want, there must be communication. That communication must be efficient. It must be effective. It must be clear. When there is no communication, each establishes their own agenda filled with their thoughts and their feelings. And whatever those are, they're going to be expressed both verbally and non-verbally. Do you understand how important this is? If your relationship is important to you, you've got to understand how important effective communication is. And I think you understand that, don't you? Communication. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts or your questions that you might have. So just send them to me to solutions at richardflint.com. Now, be sure and join me next Thursday. Because we're going to talk about what I think is the biggest emotional struggle you will face in your life. That's fear. So we're going to learn how to control fear. If you haven't been to my website, please go, richardflint.com. Look at all the different ways in which I can help you. My books, my CDs, my summer conference. Look at all the ways in which you and I can strengthen our connection. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. And remember, what you don't confront, you validate. Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions, 1-800-368-8255. 1-800-368-8255 or visit us at www.richardflint.com and thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.